Welcome to the Build Your Reiki Business Podcast. I'm Christian of Standing Stones Healing, founder of the Reiki Business Collective and creator of the Build Your Reiki Business Program, sending blessings and best wishes to your Reiki business. Greetings, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. It's Christian of Standing Stones Healing here again with another episode of the Build Your Reiki Business podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. As always, it's an honor to have you here. In this week's episode, we're talking about blogs. Yes, indeed, blogs for your Reiki business. But first, I want to make sure to invite you to the How to Build Your Distance Reiki Business Workshop on February 10th. It's at 2 o'clock Eastern Time. If you can't join live, yes, you will get the replay. In this workshop, you're going to learn all kinds of tips and tricks and secrets for starting and building your distance Reiki business, including an online Reiki business. That's on Saturday, February the 10th at two o'clock Eastern time. You can learn more and register down below. And yes, you do get a bonus recording with that workshop registration as well. You can learn more in the workshop details. I did a previous podcast episode on ways to have an online Reiki business without social media. I'll link to that episode down below. But in the next few podcast episodes, we're going to run down through those and we're going to talk about each of those in a little bit more detail. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about blogs, having a blog for your Reiki business. Now, you first might be thinking a blog Christian, that is so 2000. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Blogs, believe it or not, are not dead. Now, maybe the word blog itself isn't something that we use too frequently, but yes, blogs are very much, very alive and well. I want you to think about any time you Google or search for something. Let's say, for instance, that you are looking for a recipe. This is something that I personally might Google and look for. How to bake a certain kind of thing, fill in the blank. Let's just say how to bake a chocolate cake. So I might Google how to bake a chocolate cake. And what comes up, believe it or not, of course, are articles on how to bake a chocolate cake with the recipes, but what we often don't realize is that these articles are simply blogs. They're oftentimes company blogs. Maybe they're the blog of a small baker who wants to get their recipes out there and share their chocolate cake recipe with the world. But when we Google and search for things, We may not realize this, but much of the information that comes up in search results and much of the information that we are getting is from website blogs. It's from website articles. And so we too, in our Reiki business, can use website articles and blogs to inform people, 
to educate them, to provide them with helpful information, and also to bring them to our Reiki business website. You know, when I Google how to bake a chocolate cake and up pops these articles and recipes, I might go through a few of them and I might look at a few of them and see what the recipes are and find out um, which ones I might like, which ones uh, I have the ingredients for and which ones I'm not too interested in uh, trying to bake. But I am able to access multiple recipes on uh, a chocolate cake for a chocolate cake and what is coming up is multiple websites with that information. These websites, again, blogs, perhaps, you know, your grandmother wants to share her chocolate cake recipe with the world and so she can, but also companies, companies like, for instance, maybe a flower company that has flour to sell and they want to share information with you on how to use the flour. You happen to find their website because of the chocolate cake recipe. And of course, the chocolate cake, cake recipe is going to recommend that you use their flour. And so even though you might not uh, run out to the store right away and buy their flour, they have just introduced you to their company and their product. And this is something that you may not have learned about without Googling chocolate cake recipe. And so we too, for our Reiki business, can take this same kind of approach on our Reiki business website to provide information, to educate, and through the education, to introduce people to our Reiki business, to our services, our products, who we are, what we do, and how we can help them. So let's say, for instance, that in your Reiki business, you really like to help people who experience anxiety and you really want to help with anxiety relief. On your website, you could have an article that talks about anxiety relief and talks about Reiki for anxiety relief. So you are writing about how Reiki can help with anxiety relief. And maybe someone then Googles, how do I relieve my anxiety? How to get anxiety relief or even Reiki and anxiety? And your blog article may very well show up in those search results. And even though someone might read that and not book an appointment right away, they're still learning about how to relieve their anxiety, including with Reiki, which is just simply beneficial and helpful to them. You know, if you've done nothing else through that article, you have helped them. And I don't know about you. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> that's why I have a Reiki business is to help people. My guess is that you do too. And so sharing information that helps people uh, is simply a beautiful part of our Reiki business. And it's also a way to bring people to your website to help them learn about you and your Reiki business and how you can help them. Again, they may not book 
an appointment with you right away. Who knows? They might, but they now know about you. They know about how Reiki can help with anxiety, and you don't know. Perhaps in the future, they might book an appointment with you. They might choose you to help them with their anxiety relief through Reiki. And so if someone is Googling Reiki for anxiety relief, what is popping up in the search results are blog articles, articles from a company's website or any other Reiki practitioner's website. Um, those articles are what is coming up in the search results. And so again, we might not realize it, but much of the source of the information we get these days is from company, website, articles, and blogs. And so if the Pillsbury Doughboy can do it to bring people to their company website, so too can your Reiki business. Several years ago, I had a blog on my website and I was posting articles and I had posted a few articles and I just could not keep up with the pace of uh, contributing to the articles, contributing to the blog. And so I decided because I couldn't keep it current that it was just best not to have it at all. So I took it down. Then later, and I mean, you know, a year, a couple of years later, I forget exactly how long later it was, um, I had a social media audit done. I had a website audit done by the University of Pittsburgh. I actually share all of the results uh, from the University of Pittsburgh in the Build Your Reiki Business program. So I share all of the secrets that they shared with me in the Build Your Reiki Business program. But one of the things they said to me was, you know, it would be really great for you to have a blog on your website. And I explained, you know, I did have one, but I couldn't keep up with it. And they said, you know, we really understand and, and respect that decision to stop the blog because you couldn't keep up with it. But a blog doesn't have to be a thousand words long. Each of your articles does not have to be a thousand words long. You can write short articles. And in that moment for me, a light bulb went off. And I realized that, yes, indeed, I didn't have to write long blog articles for my website. I could keep it short and sweet and simple. And I thought back to my experience Googling recipes and looking for recipes and landing upon those company websites with their articles, the blogs, the bakers who provide their recipes, but who quite frankly annoyed me with all of the talk about the flour or the chocolate cake or how, oh, this recipe came from my grandmother and, oh, I always loved sitting around her table and eating the chocolate cake. I'm sorry, but honestly, I don't care. When I'm looking for the recipe, I just want the recipe. 
I just want the chocolate cake recipe. I don't want to hear all of the backstory. I don't want to hear about what fond memories the author has of eating chocolate cake with their grandmother or whatever else it might be. If you too have tried looking up a recipe online, you probably know what I mean. <laughs> and maybe you like to sit and read all of the beautiful things the backstory, all of the rest of the article stuff about the chocolate cake. But for me, when I've when I've got all of my ingredients out, I'm ready to go. I want to do the baking. I, I just want the recipe, please. And so I realized that for me, as a searcher of those recipes and that information, was that I just wanted the information. And my guess is that many others are the same way too when they are searching for the answer to a question such as, how do you bake a chocolate cake? And so with the University of Pittsburgh's encouragement, along with that realization of my own desires as someone searching for information, Yes, I was able to start that blog back up. Now, I want to say a few things about it. Um, I want to say, first of all, that I'm using in this discussion the words blog and article interchangeably. And I think that you can because of uh, the fact that so much of the information that we receive now is really through what we really used to call blogs through company website information, through what web builders would call a blog. I like to think of them as articles because the term blog, um, I think it uh, typically, uh, at least with its history, is very personal and very focused on the self and focused on talking about one's experiences and um I think of our Reiki business website articles as more informationally focused, more educationally focused. Um, yes, of course, our experience mixed in there as well, but maybe not so focused on today I went here and today I did this, you know, more of a, a journal kind of um, medium, which is how blogs typically started out. At least it seems to me with my memories of 2000. <laughs> so on my, my website, I use the word articles instead of blog. I do think the term article is a little bit more professional than the term blog. And so what I saw after bringing the blog back was a sharp increase in my website traffic. So my website traffic increased as my blog articles showed up in Google results, as my website received more of what are called impressions. This is when your website, uh, your page shows up on Google results. That's an impression, and um, it, which also, of course, resulted in more visits to my website. Ultimately, in our Reiki business, if we have a website, we want people to visit it because for most of us, our website is where our transactions are taking place. 
And I use the word transaction here simply in a purchasing sense and for sure do not mean to minimize how powerful it is when people visit our website, when people purchase from our business, when people put their trust and faith in us to help them. Because again, even if someone visits our website and does not schedule with us or purchase one of our products, we still hopefully have helped them in some way, shape, or form. And so for me, my website blog is not just about bringing traffic to my website in the hopes of a transaction. My greater goal and desire is to provide education, information, and assistance. Because again, I don't know about you, my guess is you agree, but I'm here to help. There are a few important things to note about having a blog on your website for your Reiki business. And the first thing is that I really want to recommend having that blog on your website because that is going to help drive traffic to your website. And that is where people can learn more about you and your Reiki business. So they might find an article when they Google, um, for instance, what is Reiki? And they might find your what is Reiki article and read that and then think, hmm, what else does this person have? What else can they teach me? Let me take a look on their website a little bit. There are, of course, platforms where you can have blogs, um, platforms like Substack, for instance, but I don't recommend them for your Reiki business because these are not going to bring traffic to your website and give you a greater opportunity for people to, for visitors to your site to learn more about you, what you do, and how you can help them. So I encourage having your articles on your website. I also encourage or want to make sure you know that one of the things that is helpful for Google search results for your website is longevity. So the older a website is, the more highly it will rank in Google search results and the more credible Google will rate it as a website and as a source of information. So what that means is that I encourage you to start your blog right now <laughs> because over the years, it will only gain traction and gain credibility. As far as what to write on your website blog and what to include, I encourage writing articles that, that do resonate with you, of course, but not everything that resonates with us is of interest to our potential clients, to our potential students. And so finding the overlap between what resonates with you and what resonates with them is important. For instance, I love to cook breakfast, uh, not chocolate cake so much, but I love to cook breakfast. But I'm not going to have a blog article on my website talking about cooking breakfast. Sure, I'll post those pictures. I'll post pictures of my breakfasts on social media, but I won't include them on my blog. 
because it's just not really helpful to someone who might be looking for information on my website. You also don't know exactly what might be of interest to your potential clients and students. For instance, on my blog, and I have so many articles on there now, um, I'll talk about how frequently to post in a moment, but on my blog, I have an article called, Can Reiki Practitioners See Dead People? <laughs> and it is my number one article. Like that article out of all of the articles on my website gets the most impressions and the most views. I never ever would have guessed that that would be the case. <laughs> I still can't believe it. <laughs> but every month, month after month, that is the number one article on my website. What I've done with that article then is that I've actually gone back and written a little bit more on that article and improved that article because it gets so many views. So you never know what people might come to your website in search of. But I have a mix of articles. I have articles on Reiki, articles on Reiki business, articles on uh, my seven-way path practices. So I do have a variety of articles. But again, these are articles that may be of interest to the kind of person who would be interested in checking out my site, I'm not going to put up an article on chocolate cake just to bring people to my website who are interested in chocolate cake because when they get there, sure, they might get their chocolate cake recipe, but there's nothing else possibly, most likely, on my website that's going to interest them. If my website was one about baking, that would be completely different. But my business is not about baking. Now, how often to post is really up to you. I do recommend keeping your blog current. And I do recommend having an article on there at least once a month so that someone, if they visit your website and they look at your blog, can see that it's current and it's not outdated. So you want to keep it updated, I think, at least once a month is a good idea. I post on my blog uh, currently about three times a month, sometimes four. Uh, the truth is that I have so much content, I could post more than I do. So what works for you and your Reiki business is up to you and your Reiki business. But if you're going to have a blog, I do recommend keeping it current at least once a month. Another thing that is helpful for your blog is to, in the article, at the end of the article particularly, to have further action for someone to take. So another resource to point them to for more information, ways that you can help them, that they can schedule an appointment, or some kind of call to action for their next step. And so one thing I like to do on my blog is that I like to take these podcast episodes and turn them into articles and then post those on my blog. What I might do then is to have the link to the podcast episode in the article, particularly at the end, so that they can tune into the podcast for more information on that topic. 
Also, when it comes to your publishing schedule for your blog, quality is often better than quantity. And so if you have a few really strong, really good articles on your website, these can be more effective than numerous articles that are of lower quality. And quality isn't necessarily length. Quality doesn't necessarily have to do with length. Remember, when I'm looking for a chocolate cake recipe, I just want the recipe. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by the thought of lots and lots of blog articles like I was, it's okay. They do not have to be long. However, we do want to make sure that we are also striving for quality. It's also then great to have these articles to be able to offer to someone who is looking for more information. Oh, you want more information about whether or not Reiki practitioners can see dead people? Oh, here's my article on that topic. And so wherever you're interacting with people, you can send them the link, post it on social media, drop it in the notes, email it, whatever the case might be, you can send them to that article and to your website. So do you have a blog for your Reiki business website? Drop it in the comments for us. Let us know if you are on YouTube or even if you are listening on a podcast platform, depending on the platform, you may be able to drop a comment as well. Let us know if you use a blog. Of course, as always, please feel free to join us in the Reiki Business Collective to tell us about your website blog or the articles that you are now inspired to write for your website. And if you enjoyed this episode, if you found it helpful, please do like, please do share, please do subscribe. Uh, all of those things, although best practices say I'm only supposed to give you one thing to do. <laughs> so if you're listening on a podcast platform, leave a review. That's the most helpful thing. Only helpful, though, if it's lots of stars. <laughs> Well, I'm giving you lots of stars for being here with me. So many thanks. And of course, as always, lots of blessings and best wishes to your Reiki business. Thanks for tuning in to the Build Your Reiki Business podcast. Please like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend. Learn more about the Build Your Reiki Business program at standingstoneshealing.com slash build. Sending blessings and best wishes to your Reiki business.